dives in for the touchdown. Did he get it? Yes, sir, he did. Touchdown to Court Lions. You're listening to the One Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the One Pridecast. I'm Tori Petrie, joined as I am every week during the season by Lomas Brown. Hey! <laughs> Lomas, we're doing the podcast a little bit of a different day, yes. so, you know, we just have this system. We work with each other, right? <laughs> we do. Hey, we're able to You had to, to change adapt. it for me the other week. Absolutely. So, you and you were able to accommodate me, and I really, really appreciate that, Tori. Hey, we're good at adapting <laughs> here on this podcast. Thank you guys, our listeners, for adapting with us as well. Uh, how's it going, Lomas? What's going on right now? Going pretty good, Tori. You know, again, we're closing in on Christmas. Uh, so, you know, thinking about what I'm going to get people, which I've already thought about present-wise, and it's going to be some Benjamins, baby. I'm doing the green <laughs> Benjamins. Everybody's going to get the same present. It's going to be Benjamins in an envelope. It's going to make it so That's much a good easier present. on me. I yes, take that. Tori, yes. <laughs> Man, I really love giving really good and creative gifts. Uh-huh. But it also can get very overwhelming because you're like, (laughs) I just have to think of the most perfect thing. And it can make the holiday season feel stressful Mm. instead of fun. And so I'm trying to keep the fun in it, trying to remember that like gift giving is fun and I don't need to stress (laughs) over finding the perfect gift because I really do enjoy watching somebody open the gift that you got for them and it was something creative um, or something that they've been wanting. Mm -hmm. It's just like figuring all that out and being in the middle of football season it's just craziness it's oh, a really a wild time of year for everyone but especially when it's this time of year and football well you have to take the left side of your brain and you're thinking about football then the right side of it you're thinking about presents so it's occupied a lot there Tori yeah it is you know what I could use today is you bringing me back Chick-fil-a from oh. your next engagement Yes, I am going to Chick. I'm going to visit Chick Fil A. I have to give them some visitation. It's been a while since they got a visit from the big guy, so the big guy is going to go there and spread some cheer. But also, he's going to go eat some chicken. You know what? I'm upset that I didn't know about this ahead of time. Otherwise, I would have asked you to come in after the Chick Fil A appointment so that I could have enjoyed the Chick-fil-A along with you because everybody who follows me on Twitter or really knows anything about me knows that I love Chick-fil-A. Oh, Have you tried the Popeye sandwich yet? I haven't. You haven't? No. Wow. So we're going to have to, Tori's going to have to do a taste test one day. I'm going to bring her Chick-fil-A and a Popeye's okay. chicken sandwich. We only got a couple weeks left, Lomas. So you got to come I through know. for me. I know. I got you, Tori, because I know it's stressful during the holidays, and you got the presents on your mind and all this thing. So I'm going to make life a little easier for you, at least from the standpoint of snacking and nourishing. All right. Okay? I like it. That always <laughs> makes me feel better. A good meal. That just makes everything better, right? It does. Oh, we breaking bread, as we like to say. Yep. We love breaking bread. Speaking of a good meal, we were in Minnesota this last weekend, and I was still kind of getting over being a little bit sick during the week. Just wanted to stay in and rest up. Mm-hmm. And I have a confession because, um, you know, the more the older I get, the more when we go on the road, I'm just I'm totally fine with just sitting in my hotel room. Uh-huh. I used to like want to be out and about and seeing that city uh, every single time that we traveled, and it was really fun. But mm-hmm. this year, I've been a little bit more of a home buddy on the road, and. Um, I ordered uh, a delivery service to, to bring me tacos to the hotel room. Ate the tacos, great tacos. <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? I want fries. <laughs> and 
I paid $15 after already eating my Tory. dinner just to have room service bring me fries to the room. Oh $15 for fries. Oh, my goodness. I hope they were good. <laughs> they uh, were really good okay, fries. Okay, great. Um, $15. <laughs> oh, know. my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, they had to be some – they had to be truffle fries for $15. I do love truffle fries. Yes. These weren't truffle fries, um, but they were really good fries. You know who has – Really good fries. Okay, this is a secret that I'm telling <laughs> all of our podcast listeners because I kind of don't want to tell anyone this because I like it being a little bit of a secret. Uh-oh. Okay, but a lot of people are going to spend some time at the mall this mm-hmm. this holiday season, um, you know, maybe hit up a, a, a department store or two. If you've ever been to Nordstrom Cafe, they have a cafe inside a bunch of Nordstroms. I don't think it's every single one. Uh-huh. But they have incredible fries. Really? And like this like olive aioli that goes with oh, it. And yes. it is my obsession. <laughs> like I am obsessed with these fries. And I crave them all the time. And wow. the olive aioli that goes with them. But it's inside of a department store. Who would have known? Uh, nobody would have thought that. But wow. I just shared that with you guys, our faithful listeners. <laughs> it. I, I'm a little skeptical about sharing it because I don't want the secret to get out. Because right. it's never really crowded. It's pretty quiet. And you just go in there and you enjoy some fries. And, you know, now you guys are in on the secret. So you can get some of your own Nordstrom Cafe fries. So go fries. to Nordstrom's. Nordstrom's has the fries, huh? Yeah. Wow. I'd have never thought Nordstrom's I would I literally, fries. even when we got to Minnesota, looked up on my phone where's the closest <laughs> Nordstrom to see if there was one within walking distance where I could go get fries. There wasn't. That which is wasn't, why I had huh? to pay for the $15 delivery fries wow man but but i am a fry guy i love fries i love good fries too i love thick fries too they have to be thick because i like them like so that. you like the steak cut oh yes yeah, steak cut yes oh my god because it's like meat i like the more like the ones that have uh you know if when you have the steak cut the surface area like there's there's more potato on yes. the inside mm-hmm. but you don't have as much surface area like fried okay. i want more surface area <laughs> fried so i want more crunch and more seasoning that's See, my kind of fries. it's this amazing people that's what i say about how different people are but it's amazing it's a good thing See, she likes the hers more fried i like the meaty part of the french fry yeah it's just amazing <laughs> we're saying University of Florida, mm-hmm. from Florida, but mm-hmm. just tastes just different, just a little different. It does. Well, those are our fry opinions. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about our Detroit Lions opinions. Lomas, <sighs> this last game against Minnesota, I think was, was probably um, the most lackluster showing we've yes. seen from the Lions this season. Oh, I agree. Totally. I agree from you. And, Tori, uh, you know, it's tough. It, it's tough on these guys. I mean, three weeks left in the season. You're really not fighting for anything. Um, it's hard seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, all those cliches that they say. But yet and still, you're a professional. You're, uh, you're expected to go out there and put your best forward. You're expected to go out there and try to win these games. Um, and you're, you're expected to put – 
again, for each player to put their best film out there because you got 31 other teams evaluating this film along with this coaching staff to see if they want to bring you back. So, yeah, it may not be a lot to look forward to on the outside, people on the outside looking in, but if you're a player in this locker room, it's a lot that you have to look forward to and it's a lot that you could build off of even with three games left in the season. So I'm hoping that we get a better effort from these guys at home than we did in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, I think if you talk to any guy in that locker room, they will tell you, we want to win. We want to win so badly. I don't think these guys go into playing professional football to lose. Like, they're not like, you know what, I'm going to go play professional football because then I don't really have to try. I can just, like, hang out and, like, whatever (laughs) happens to the team happens. Or even adopt that mindset after the team is already out of the playoffs. I think they still have that competitive thing innately inside them that they just want to win oh yeah if you're an athlete if you're a competitor you every time you step out on the field the basketball court the diamond whatever you step out on you want to win you want to play the best you can play and like you saying if you're a guy in this locker room and it's not much to look forward to at the end of this season give your all give everything that you have because again you have a lot of people evaluating and watching and really looking to see how you handle this situation. Just a, a quick story, uh, Tori. Um, the Super Bowl I lost in 2000 when I was with the Giants, uh, we got blew out that Super Bowl. It was like 34-7. to 7. And probably about two weeks after that Super Bowl, I received a letter from a fan. And in that letter, this fan said that they watched me and Glenn Parker, who was the guard next to me, and they said even though you guys were down 30-something or whatever, they said they watched me and Glenn Parker. Each and every time we took that field, we sprinted out to that field. You know, and we were behind. I mean, this is the biggest game of my life. I'm getting blown out. But yet and still, we sprinted on and off that field after each series. And that fan – recognized that and wrote us a letter complimenting us on that. So I just say that to say you never know who's watching you and watching the effort that you give when you're out there playing the game. Well, yeah, the logic doesn't really line up when people say, oh, this player just wants to go to another team. Well, guess what tape the other team is going to watch? Thank you. They're going to watch tape of him playing at the team that he's currently at. So if he quits on the team that he's currently at, what does that tell the Thank teams that you. he wants to go to? Thank that that you. part doesn't that argument doesn't really line up for me because I think that players always want to put good stuff on tape so that you know, that's your resume. That's right. That's it would be right. like somebody in the working world being like, "You know what? I don't really I'm not really totally in on my current job, so I'm just going to kind of like put a bunch of gr- grammatical errors right. and, and mess up my resume right. and not really try hard on it. Oh, what about this? What about someone working at Chick-fil-A and they forgetting your pickle that goes on your mm, sandwich? A crime. There it is, right there. I'm not paying <laughs> attention to the detail, <laughs> taking pride in your job. Relatable. That's right. Put her three or four pickles on her Chick-fil-A sandwich. <laughs> okay, here's a question. What sauce do you get with your Chick-fil-A? Oh, Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, really? Oh, hands okay. down, I'm a Tori. little different. Really? I get the zesty buffalo. Oh, my goodness. That changes up the flavor, doesn't it? I know. It? Yeah. yeah. I really love buffalo flavor. <laughs> 
Chick-fil-A has great buffalo. And I just dip those little nuggets in the buffalo sauce, and I eat my fries, and I drink my sweet tea. That's my Chick-fil-A order. So I now you know it. for when you bring it. me Chick-fil-A one, one day. I got you to it. Buffalo sauce. <laughs> yes, exactly. Where were we? What were we talking I know, about? I know. Anyways, but the point. But taking pride. Like yeah, taking say, pride taking in pride. And, and not quitting um on on the team and obviously you're playing for for different things it's more internally motivated than it is team motivated now at this point but I still think that these guys are very internally motivated oh yeah without a doubt and and as an athlete as a professional athlete getting to this getting to the height of your profession you're expected certain things are expected of you like they say too much is given much is expected and as a professional athlete you're always under scrutiny you're always under the microscope but you're always expected to put your best foot forward the stadium collection located inside gate a at ford field is your one-stop shop for all your detroit lions merchandise needs Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. The stadium collection has something for every Lions fan in your life to show their pride. So what do you think the issues were in Minnesota? Was there a specific issue or was it just a case of the Vikings being a way better team right now? Or did, were, were the Lions beating themselves in that game? Again, Tori, we beat ourselves a couple of times. But I, I, I do think it was Minnesota having a lot to fight for. Minnesota's in the thick of yeah. the race. Yeah. They got so much to fight for. They got the uh, Green Bay they're trying to track down. Um, they got teams they're trying to position themselves in, in the wild card position. Maybe they try to even get a home uh, home wild card game. So it was a lot, lot for Minnesota to fight for. Plus they were at home. You know, you at home, you always want to play your best in front of your fans. So they had a lot on the line where like you say with the Lions, you know, it, it didn't have a lot on the line. And it just seems like, Tori, when things start going the wrong way with the Lions, it seemed the snowball effect. It just seems like we can't step out of it or change the direction of uh, how that momentum is going, especially if it's when starting it rains, to go it pours. bad. Oh, that's it. That's <laughs> it right there. When it rains, it pours. And boy, it's been pouring a lot this year. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think in Minnesota it was evident that the Vikings were the better team, um, which is why they're in the playoff race and the Lions are not. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that we saw that, and we saw that the Vikings had a lot of reasons to win this game, Um, you know, and I think that it's it's still – new for David Blau right, and absolutely. you know the Lions have done a really good job adjusting for whoever's been playing quarterback this season and there's been a bunch of different guys out there it's felt like um but you know you had the element of surprise on Thanksgiving yep. that Blau was able to go out there and he even talked about it that we you know opened up the offense because we wanted to make them think that we were just going to throw a bunch of checkdowns with yep. the rookie quarterback so we opened up the offense okay well the Vikings saw that you opened up the offense <laughs> right. so now they have that on tape and know how to defend you a little bit better and so or even how to confuse you a little bit better because that is something that goes into things for a rookie quarterback being able to assess what the defense is giving you and know how to attack it and I think that's the hardest part of being a quarterback without a doubt I mean that that blows my mind that these guys are able to do that each and every week um but you know it's something that comes only with experience and you right. can't fault a guy for not having it when it's his second, you know, NFL game. So he's working on on having that and this game was valuable valuable experience for him, but you can't expect him to um, you know, 
step in there and play like he did on Thanksgiving every single game right. when he's a rookie and still kind of figuring things out. Now, Jeff Driscoll is a little bit different mm-hmm. because Driscoll has experience. He has starting experience. So, you know, he was stepping in there and, you know, shaking a little bit of the rust off from not starting in a little bit. But uh, Blau is a totally different story. It, yep. So those are some of the issues that I felt like showed up in Minnesota. And now the Lions have to face the Buccaneers right. who have – been surging of late they didn't have a great start to the season uh but now they've been looking a little bit better what have what have you thought of the bucks they have been i mean i know bruce aarons their new coach there and he's really been trying to take Jameis winston and turn him into the quarterback where he doesn't um hurt the team by uh you know with turnovers and everything and he's been trying to redo that culture down there and you know I think coach Aaron's been doing a pretty good job he has he seemed like he has the team buying in because again this late in the year the team is still fighting they're fighting hard and like you said Tor, they're fighting harder now it seems like than they did in the beginning of the season and that's a tribute to the coach for keeping those guys mentally into it and physically in tune into what's going on I think that Jameis has his days. He has good days and he has bad days. He is the type of guy that will give you an opportunity to get an interception or two. That's just been his track record um, right now with him. I think he's either leading or tied um, with the, in the league in the league with turnovers. So he's going to give you the opportunity for us, Tori. It's about capitalizing on those opportunities that we may get. You know, if we could capitalize on them. Um, We've been doing a lot better, I think, when we get in the red zone. They're trying to put up seven points more so than three points. So that's been encouraging because we talked about that early in the year. We were a little concerned about that. So that has gotten better for us. I just think, again, if we could keep the consistency going and when we do have those opportunities, take advantage of it, I think things will work out a lot better for the Lions. Well, in Tampa Bay, one of your stops yep. in the yeah. NFL. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the Lions definitely need to make some improvements this weekend. I mean, you look at this offense, and, and you know, they're the third-ranked offense in yes, the NFL right are. now, which they is crazy to numbers. me. numbers. You are so right that about that. That is crazy to yes. me. That's wild. So it, it should be interesting to see how uh, they fare against this defense. Yeah. Um, you know, this defense has – I thought they looked better in the second half in Minnesota. They figured a couple of things out and kind of got on more of a little steady pace there. Um, so, you know, the defense I know is working on trying to trying to, to figure things out, and we saw a little bit of the fruit of that last week, mm-hmm. at least in the second half. Um, so how they fare against a surging Bucks offense is interesting to watch for me. Right, and I agree with you. I do. I think our defense is playing better, especially from the standpoint of the front seven. Uh, I think they are playing better. I think Jared has been playing good. I think Snacks over the last couple of games, he's been playing. The guy that's been standing out to me has been Trey Flowers over the last few games. He has been getting to the quarterback, kind of what we kind of expected from him. Devon Kennard has had a solid year. So we've had some of the guys that have uh, or some of the guys up front that are stepping up. Um, So I think we could bowl well against Tampa Bay's offense. Again, I think 
One, we'll have to put pressure on Jameis, and he can move around with his feet. But again, Torrey, like I say, you put enough pressure on him, he will give you some opportunity. So one of my big concerns would be how do we block their defensive line? Because Ndamukong Sue and the Vita, Vita, that big, the big guy, they're playing well in the middle. Uh, Sue's been playing well over the last few games. They, I think they're – tops against the run. Nobody runs against Tampa Bay. I think they're they're ranked in the top five against the run. So it's going to be tough for us to establish the run against them. So hopefully we'll be able to run it enough to where our play action passes can still be effective and you could keep that pass rush off of David Blau uh, long enough so he could look downfield and try to find some guys. So I do think we can have opportunities against that defense, but it's going to be the way that we attack that defense. And like I say, Tori, Dominican Sue and Vita, those guys are playing very, very well in the middle of that defense. What do you want to see from Blau as he continues to you start? You know what? That's a great question because, again, he's a rookie. Like you say, this is a copycat league. So everybody's watching these films on how they've had success. So they're going to be watching this Minnesota, see what Minnesota did against him. I just think the thing with David is the only thing I've seen, Tori, from him that, that's a little disturbing is that um, he gets in trouble when he gets indecisive. That's the only time yeah. I see him get in trouble. When he's indecisive, that's when he gets himself in trouble. But when he step, drops back, get that ball out of his hand, and he's decisive about where he wants to go with the ball and who he wants to throw the ball to, he's a very, very good quarterback. It's just when you show him different looks and he's indecisive about what he's supposed to do against that, that look, that's when he seems to have his most problems. And I tell you what, if that's going to be his biggest problems throughout his career, he's going to have a good career because he's going to be a pretty good quarterback. I can relate. I get into trouble when I get indecisive, too. (laughs) You're right. Think too much. You think too much. The Christmas shopping debacle. (laughs) Thinking too much. Maybe I just need to, like... See my reads and, and just go with that's one. it. Go to the mall and just go and just you know you out at the mall and bam it might just hit you like that like you <laughs> say you see your reads and you hit that store Lululemon this store that store so that might all right be that's approach. my advice I'm taking into the Christmas the rest of the, my Christmas shopping thank you Lomas inspired you, by David Tor. Blau. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the One Pridecast. We appreciate it as always. And Lomas, we will talk to you next week. Thanks, Dory.